We all have things in our past that are just difficult to let go of or to overcome. And if you're facing a situation and you're not sure, uh, we want you to know God has not forgotten you. He wants to give you a hope for a better future. I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Danny Huerta. He's in charge of our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. And we're going to listen now to a conversation from Elizabeth Oates. And uh, she and Jim Daly talked last time about her pain of coming from a broken home. And now Elizabeth describes what it was like to start a family of her own. Now, here's here's where it gets good. Okay. And this is where the listeners are leaning in now because we're going to get to how you met your husband and all your fears. Yeah. I mean, so describe that for us, how you met Brandon. Yeah. And what was going on in your head about, uh-oh, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we met in college and, you know, that typical college sweetheart story. You know, we dated for about three and a half years before we got married and we had a pretty easy dating relationship, no drama. Um, you know, always got along, fell in love, that it whole sounds thing. Sounds like courtship. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty um, uneventful and anticlimactic. I mean, we were just a really easy couple. You know, we weren't, we didn't have any major ups and downs. But when we got married, that's when everything began to unravel. Um, <laughs> we had a very short honeymoon period, uh, yeah. about a month, and then. I think I looked around and thought, what did I get myself into? Um, now, now we got to tie this together. Sure. I mean, you're coming out of tradition of divorce. Right. So are you thinking exit door is easy? It's what what my family does. Was that all connected for you? Did you think divorce was an easy option or yeah. an option at all? I didn't think divorce would be an option for me, but I thought I'm just going to be stuck in this marriage and I'm going to be miserable for the rest of my life. And uh, because I came from such dysfunctional patterns and unhealthy communication. And Brandon came from a family where he never saw his parents argue. He never saw them fight. He never saw them raise their voices. So the first time we had a conflict, he immediately thought, she hates me. She wants a divorce. She's going to leave me. I don't understand what's happening. So you're at two opposite ends. Yes, opposite ends of the spectrum. And the, also the way we approach conflict, we've had to work a lot on because I will... Because I saw conflict in such an unhealthy way, a lot of times I just retreat. I'll get very angry and then I retreat. I just don't want to deal with it. I fear conflict. He, on the other hand, is such a um, such a laid back guy that he doesn't want to deal with conflict either. He just is like, can't we all just get along? Like, why do we even have to talk about this? Kind of sweep it under the yeah, rug. Yeah, let's just sweep it under the rug and yeah. move on. So here you have two people who are avoiding conflict for two very different reasons. And that was our number one issue in marriage was that we were both avoiding conflict, but underneath the surface, things were bubbling. I, I want to speak to the parenting role, and then we're going to get into some help for okay. those who are identifying with you, mm -hmm. you know, that they've got some portion of your story, okay. or at least they have the characteristics of the fear of marriage. And But the parenting space, so you're married, you're fighting through these issues the yeah. first year, you're learning coping skills through the great resources you mentioned, your mm -hmm. church activity, et cetera. Okay, but then you become a parent. Yes. Okay, so on top of stress in the marriage and dealing with that, mm -hmm. what happens when you find out you're pregnant and the baby comes? How are you and Brandon dealing with being parents? Yeah, parenting uh, has been a great journey. I mean, obviously, I think like many parents, we've had to learn how to parent together, but I think we... We have similar goals in what we want for our families. You know, we've we created a family mission statement. We know what we want our family to look like and what's important to us. So when it comes to parenting, I feel like we approach it with similar goals. 
it has required a lot of healthy communication um, because we have two of our five children are very challenging and have had some very specific needs. Um, so that has been that has been a challenge. Sure. And it's required us to be on the same page. But one right. thing Brandon always told me during our first year of marriage is we're on the same team. We're on the same team. And he has drilled that into my head because me coming from a family of divorce, mm -hmm. I saw people who had that mentality of every man for himself. And right. I want what I want and you want what you want. And so we're going to fight for our own agendas. And so what he tried to teach me was we need to fight for what's best for the marriage. And I think we take that approach into parenting of like, hey, what's what's best for our kids and what's best for our family as a whole? That's really good and important. I think sometimes uh, coping mechanisms mm -hmm. get started in childhood, right? Yeah. yeah. So that every person for themselves attitude, I, I can relate to that. Right. You know, I, you have to look out for my space. And through Christ, that's where we learn to, to lay those things down. Mm -hmm. And it's not that. It's the people around you. Yeah. Look out for them. Additional coping skills. Uh, what are some other things people can do differently to help them get through these difficult paths? Yeah. Well, I love how you said crying out to God. That's, you know, one of the first things I mentioned in the book is just letting him know where you're struggling, where you're grieving, where you're hurting. Um, I mentioned journaling a lot. You know, I've journaled, gosh, since I first became a believer when I was 15, I've journaled all these years. I think meeting with mentors is a great idea. Uh, whether that's someone on your church staff, whether that is, you know, a friend's mom or dad, if you're a guy, you know, meeting with someone in a different season of life than you who can walk you through some of the areas where you're struggling. I think that's maybe getting an accountability partner, you know, yeah. hey, this is where I'm struggling as a parent or as a wife or as a husband. You know, can you help me walk through this journey with me? You know, I'm not looking for a counselor. I'm just looking for someone to hold me accountable in areas where I feel like I need to improve. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe counseling is something you need, you right. know, um, well, unpacking, we encourage that. <laughs> yeah, unpacking trauma is tough work. And I think a lot of us are hesitant to say we lived through trauma. Um, but if you grew up in some sort of dysfunction, there might be some trauma there. We'll have a bit more about our counseling team in just a moment. But Danny, uh, only in the past maybe eight or 10 years have I learned how significant the family of origin is for mm. us as adults. That that baggage, good or bad, follows us uh, until we open it up and start dealing with it. That is so true. The family uh, system, uh, the way that God created it uh, intentionally, is that we have tremendous and deep impact on one another, whether it's good or bad. We do have a, a big impact. And We've been built with mirror neurons where we mirror one another, we begin to talk like one another, we develop a culture in our home, and in that, there can be a lot of pain and a lot of hurt, and sometimes inadvertently. There may be a, a dad that is just, or a mom, that has, uh, carries a lot of anger or addictions, and it's taken as personal, when it's really their own struggle that they're wrestling through, and they don't, have no clue how to manage. Yeah. And it ends up spilling into you as a child, and you don't have the tools to make sense of it, but you adapt to it, and you, you, you try to cope with it in not a, such a healthy way, and then you're going into adulthood carrying this in your suitcase, things that have been thrown in there. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is to unpack that and begin to open up the suitcase and figure out what things snuck in there that I don't want in my suitcase as I travel into a new relationship, maybe with a, a spouse or just into adulthood. And what you want to do is figure out what are those momentums that have been created and how do I shift those momentums. Mm -hmm. That's my week-to-week -week as a counselor. Family of origin, good and bad, is something that uh, you, you do need to uh, acknowledge and be thankful for in certain ways. Um, because the more you blame 
your family of origin, the more you get stuck in it. But if mm. you can say, well, now I've learned the things I don't want to do or the things that are painful, these are information points that I'm going to take into my relationships on how to do a healthy relationship well. Now you see it as a tool set rather than these things that are crippling you yeah. as an individual, as a person. I remember this young man, he came to counseling, and he kept blaming his dad for his anxiety, for his addictions, for everything. I said, man, you are very imprisoned in, in this relationship with your dad. And as we talked about it, that he, he didn't see it that way. He said, no, I'm not. I, do, I, I hate my dad. I'm so angry at him. He never complimented me. He hmm. was always mean to me and, and cutting me down. So do you believe all that? No. Why do you, where, did, where did that come from? And we explored what was going on in his father through a compassionate lens first. And then from there, using that compassionate lens and then going into, so what? What do I want to do? What do I want the future me to be like yeah. in the relationships? And as we did that, uh, he, he found freedom and is doing very well now in his own relationships and still has those, those lingering effects of anxiety that were caused from that relationship. So realize that families impact one another, whether you like it or not. And if you need some help, go get some help to gain a new perspective on what's going on. And if you're not sure where to get that help, call us here at Focus on the Family. Uh, we have caring Christian counselors, and uh, we'll set up a free consultation with one of them. When you call 800, the letter A in the word family, 800, the letter A in the word family, uh, they'll pray with you, they'll, they'll hear you out, they'll direct you to resources and further help. And then uh, we heard earlier from Elizabeth and her inspiring story, and you can read more in her book, Mending Broken Branches. We're making that available to you when you make a donation of any amount to further the work of Focus on the Family. So please... Uh, financially support the ministry. We'll send a copy of that book to you. And um, again, if you need to talk to one of our counselors, just give us a call. Details are in the show notes, by the way, if you uh, need to catch those there. Now, Elizabeth will share more lessons next time. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and our entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.